The following podcast is a Rock Course Radio production. of others i'm not even going to name them all there's so many so many of the affiliates here at uh, anchor.fm and thank you for downloading and the listen and subscribing um we of course also have a patreon page go over to patreon.com forward slash rotten corpse radio to subscribe to us there uh, we'll be posting um interviews as well as other uh, segments that you will not hear on this station so uh, do give us a listen over there um you're also welcome to donate as much as you want as little as a dollar go all the way up to a thousand go nuts i mean well not too nuts i mean you don't want to drive yourself into the poorhouse i can imagine a thousand dollar bill every single month is gonna totally fuck you up <laughs> anyway welcome back to the gore corner and uh this week i kind of wanted to go ahead and uh go over the fact that yes now we are an now on anchor.fm no longer on soundcloud so all of the archives and everything that was available on soundcloud is no longer available so this is our one stop uh, for that as well as this is also the first episode of the gore corner going on anchor so um, and if you haven't listened to it yet uh, go ahead and check out um, incredible fail uh, which is the episode with the sci-files group um, i'm also a part of the panel too i'm just kind of in the background uh, we do have a special guest uh, coming up for you uh in later weeks but for now uh we did a review of uh incredibles 2 pacific rim uprising and the movie rampage the rock anyway <laughs> um i'm not gonna go too much into that kind of bullshit um but I do want to let I did want to let you know that this is a fan supported podcast for horror fans by horror fans. We give it to you every single week on Anchor.fm, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts if you like to go that route. And for everything horrible, disgusting, and otherwise, RottenCorpseRadio.com. And enough of the bullshit. Let's get right into the segment here. So I wanted to talk about the new Halloween. Um, of course, the trailer dropped, you know, a while back. And this is the movie that's promised to be the bringing back, you know, scary to the Halloween franchise. You know, and that's a bold statement. You know, not a lot of people are really able to kind of deliver, especially not in this world of horror where a lot of fans now are a lot more jaded and a lot more you know protective of their you know like classic franchises you know especially when it comes to like reboots or remakes or offshoot sequels do keep in mind that john carpenter does have a hand in this movie he didn't really have a giant hand in the writing other than you know the base of the characters but he did 
play a large part in this movie as well as uh, you know doing the score and everything else going into it so if you're not going to watch it for anybody else i mean maybe not for danny mcbride but especially with some of the shit he's been saying online about it um but watch it for him watch it for, for carpenter watch it for the classic series this may not be exactly what we're looking for you know as fans but it's a new halloween movie enjoy it while it lasts we're only going to get these people for so much longer, and it's not like they live forever. I mean, they're eventually going to go. Hopefully, I didn't just jinx it. It is Friday the 13th as I'm recording this episode. Um, this episode will probably be uh, posted on the 14th. And I do kind of want to point, or wanted to kind of get into this here. So, the Halloween series, you know, this new Halloween movie, of course, this movie is being called Halloween. Um, almost inferring that it is uh, a reboot, not really a remake or a sequel, um, even though it is kind of a, it is more or less a sequel. And this kind of had the internet kind of going upside down because, like, some people aren't really sure, weren't really sure what this uh, series, you know, what this new movie was supposed to be. Is this a sequel to the originals? Is it a sequel to part two? Is it a sequel to whatever? You know, it's like, where does this live in the Halloween universe? And a lot of people, a lot of different theories, a lot of different uh, things out there. Now I'm gonna point this out. Now horror and sci-fi have been, they've both been doing this as far as franchise material is concerned. Uh, one of the earlier uh, versions of this that I had recalled seeing was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. If you watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, part one and two are really the only two sequels. Part three is its own movie. It's a completely different film. So Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, came out in the 90s. It's It stands all by itself. Same thing with um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, the new generation, or when it was released, when I saw it in the theater, the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, also a very, you know, also a movie that stands all by itself. Um, another thing, another way you can kind of look at this is... Um, with the uh, reboot of the Star Trek series, and as it's kind of taken place in almost like an alternate universe. And that's almost where we're kind of going with these series. Is, uh, a lot of these movies are kind of um, bending and twisting into this kind of alternate reality, alternate universe kind of deal. Uh, we've seen a little bit of that with the Hellraiser series as it kind of continues, even though like Hellraiser 4 kind of marks the end of the series. The Hellraiser franchise continues to go all the way up until now, all the way up to Hellraiser Judgment, and we're going to be expecting a new movie from that same team uh, coming out later. Of course, nothing has been um, confirming or announcing that. And, you know, a lot of people are also pissed off about the new uh, Puppet Master remake, as well as the Child's Play remake, the Toxic Avenger remake, all these different remakes kind of popping out of the woodwork, and also sequels. They're just kind of coming out like... Uh, you know, recently, you know, like with the uh, Cult of Chucky, a lot of people were really pissed off about that movie. And that's another film that also kind of lives in this alternate realities kind of deal because I almost think that Don Mancini is kind of, it's not like he's shying away from his original series, but definitely with the rebranding of the Child's Play movie franchise being the Chucky series, um, it kind of does feel a little bit like that. Um, and of course, as I've mentioned this earlier, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre continues to kind of do that. And um, the newer movies, uh, which is Texas Chainsaw 3D, which is a direct sequel to the original, ignoring the fact that 2, 3, 4 all, all exist. 
Um, also, the remake series, uh, which is also kind of its own series. And there was a lot of that, you know, happening in the mid, you know, like the, between like 2002 and 2012. And in all honesty, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I've always been really excited. Now, Halloween is my all-time favorite franchise. And I'm going to kind of break this down for you as we record this. And this is kind of my take on the direction of the Halloween series as it stands so now I want to say that even though they're saying that this movie is the direct sequel to the original Halloween franchise to the original film not the franchise but the film I also kind of want to point out that all these other movies still do exist now most of us hardcore fans we have favorites we have picked the litter of these uh, of the series my favorite film of the franchise is actually Halloween 2. A lot of people may or may not like that movie. It's the movie that takes place the same night of the original series. It's actually a real, real fun watch if you just watch the two movies back to back. Like, I don't see any, you know, weird issue with it. Um, also, the Halloween or Halloween 2 has probably one of the funniest scenes in the entire series. So, um, And then, not to discount the fact that Halloween 4 and 5 exist. Um, the Return and the Revenge of Michael Myers. I never discount those. Those were the first movies with Daniel Harris. Now, Daniel Harris is one of the actresses who's been in the most of the series. She's been in more of the movies than uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And she is one of the most ongoing characters next to uh, Donald Pleasence's uh, portrayal of Dr. Loomis. Now... She does play different characters. Of course, in Halloween 4 and 5, she plays Jamie Lloyd, who's supposed to be the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis. And she plays um, Laurie's friend Nancy in, Hallow in Rob Zombie's Halloween series. Now, a lot of people want to forget that that ever existed. But that's yet another series and another look and another take on the Halloween um, mythology that kind of more cements it down in more of a reality-based uh, universe whereas the other series just kind of tend to go in like different uh, tangents now i've kind of broke down where i think these series is kind of fit together um you you may or may not come up with the same conclusions uh, but i'll explain all of my different picks and all my different uh, situations here as i go through them and my first is the original halloween timeline the original series timeline, which takes place on Halloween Eve in 1978, it's the original Halloween. Um, John, John Carpenter's Halloween, followed by... Now, a lot of people may or may not like this or not, um, but actually, if you've watched it, if you have the original Halloween that has the extended scene um, from the, when they filmed 2... Of the of you know the meeting uh, between Don between Dr. Loomis and young Michael Myers, that all kind of it, it kind of figures together in my in my book, um, but one two are de are are definite pair. I'm never gonna discount two ever existed. Now we're gonna jump ahead from part two, and we're gonna go directly to part four. So Lori has a daughter. 
now she's presumed dead in the series. So we're going to just kind of assume that Lori dies after part two. Or she disappeared. One of the case, you know, you can you, you can draw straws. You can figure out exactly what you want, you know, what you want to do with that. But I really do think that after two, you have Jamie Lloyd's journey, which is Halloween four and five, um, and those don't exactly take place day after day, but they do take place about a year apart from each other. And of course, what we see at the end of uh, Halloween four is. Jamie Lloyd is almost following in the footsteps of her crazy uncle Michael um, by stabbing her uh, foster mother, and and then there's the um, the direct sequel to that, which is Part Five, uh, the Revenge of Michael Myers. That uh, we see more of a kind of a cer cerebral connection, more of a spiritual connection, if you will, between um, Michael and between Jamie. And you also start to see inklings of this mysterious character in black. And you get inklings of him throughout the entire uh, for that the entire film. The payoff for that character is actually in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Where um, you actually see that Michael belongs to kind of this weird, almost like this weird cult. Where they always sacrifice a member of the family to kind of keep this, you know, to appease their god and everything else. And so the Cult of Thorn kind of uh, is almost the tie-up for this series. Now, I'm going to mark this movie as being the last of the series. Because first off, Laurie's dead. At the beginning of Part 6, they kill off Jamie Lloyd. And then all, all is left is uh, Dr. Loomis, and he dies at the end of that one. So... And they only kind of kill his character off, um, mainly because the actor, Donald Pleasence, actually does pass away uh, in you know, not too long after they got done filming. So they just kind of added in his scream at the end to kind of infer the fact that he's dead. So my second series in the timeline is actually, it starts off, of course, with Halloween 1. And it moves on from Halloween 1 to H2O. Now, a lot of people are like, well, you just missed a whole fucking series of movies that happened between part one and part seven. Why are you taking out all these films? And there's a really good reason for that. First off, they're forgetting, like, in H2O, there's no mention of Jamie. Lori moves on. She, she goes into hiding. She ends up having a son. She has a family. Her son's in college, placed by Josh, played by Josh Hartnett, um, who we'll see in many, many films later to come, as well as um, another, you know, a really decent cast. Um, my only complaint for this movie is that LL Cool J should have died, but I'm just one of those guys that likes to see superstars go, you know, get get their comeuppance for some reason. Um, but there's no other reason for it. Other than the fact that maybe Ella Cool J has cooler sneakers than me. So, <laughs> um, the reason why I jump, make the big leap, is that first off, like I said, there is no real mention of Jamie's character. There is a very subtle mention of Dr. Loomis, so you want to figure that many, you know, several years has passed since the original. So, automatically, 
you know, you're assuming that this movie is pretty much like supposed to be the original direct sequel to the original series. Not to mention we have Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role as uh, Laurie Strode. And of course, like I said, she has changed her name. She has kind of moved on. But somehow, Michael finds her. And I really love the way this uh, movie ties together. This could have been the last Halloween film. Like, I didn't, I didn't really like the movie as a whole, but the ending is so fucking good. And actually, the whole last bit really is kind of run away from Michael Myers, and they're kind of showing her badass side a little bit, and attacking him, and coming after him, and it gives you chills when you're watching it. I don't care, you know. Michael out, it just, I just, I get chills every fucking time. I don't even like the movie, but that one scene still fucking gets me every single time. Now, um, of course, the the direct sequel that they come up with here, this is actually, uh, so I think, I believe this is one of uh, Mustafa Akkad's last movies. Um, we And I want to say that the sequel to this, which is Halloween Resurrection, um, is the first movie that Malik Akkad um, produces. I'm not 100% sure. Now, that's the other thing, too, about the Halloween series. From the first one all the way up to this one, we're seeing the last name Akkad associated with the series. Now, um, Mustafa Akkad, longtime producer of the series, um, he had a lot to do with uh, keeping the series going, so if you want to wonder why, you know, why wasn't Dimension letting this movie go, and why did they just keep making more sequels? Well, because of Mustafa Akkad, you know, and he's, you know, and he's not just keeping the series alive, he's really, he's doing it for the love of the film. He's not just juicing it for everything he can get. Now, uh, arguably, most of the se- you know, sequels suck, and this sequel, in Halloween Resurrection is no exception because it's not that good. Um, and we also see uh, two more Hollywood celebs in the movie, Entire uh, Banks and Buster Rhymes, who I, I remember when I watched the trailer for this movie, I was actually really pissed off because it almost made Buster Rhymes look super badass like he was going to kick Michael's ass. Not the case in the movie, if you haven't seen it, spoiler. Um, that actually does happen. You know, Michael does. Makes me laugh. But he also, you know, beats the shit out of um, out of Busta Rhymes. Now, at least Busta got to live. He's a better rapper than LL Cool J, so we're just gonna throw it out right there. Um, but I think that this short um, alternate u- universe timeline is very fitting to the original series, or you know, fitting to the original series, as was my first timeline. Uh, with one, two, four, five, and six in that series. Now, my third timeline is a, a little shorter, and it consists of only three movies, and it goes from Halloween 1 to Halloween Season of the Witch. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. What the fuck are you including Season of the Witch in this weird timeline you've come up with? First off, John Carpenter has something to do with every single one of these movies. He directed... He, he directed the first movie and scored it. 
the use of score and his story theme, and produces the second film. And he co-produces and he uh, writes the score for the third movie. So, And the third movie has a lot of John Carpenter actors in it. And even though the movie itself is not very, you know, very aesthetically pleasing to a lot of fans, weirdly enough, it does have a small cult following um, with amongst certain fans who love to say that this is the movie they don't like calling Halloween. They just like calling the season of the witch because they like to think of it as its own movie. Now, I like to go the other way with it. I look at these movies as being Michael Myers has his one night of killing and one two. And he is killed at the end of the movie. So let's face it. You get two bullets to the fucking head in your eyes, killing through your fucking brain, you're dead. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You are dead. After he loses his eyes, he blows up and everything else, and the show's mass burning at the end of the film. That's the end of the series for me in this timeline. This timeline shows the continue kind of almost like what could have been of the Cult of Thorn had they been a corporation instead of a group of medical doc you know, instead of a group of doctors. You know, the Cult of Thorn um, or this weird corporation that ends up making these masks that kill children is this very diabolical scheme that they come up with. You know, in and itself, it's its own kind of really deep and dark horror, and not to mention the weird kind of business dudes that you see in the movie kind of chasing the, the main character around. They, they have a Michael Myers sway to them. You know, they really do. Um, so I'll close it at that. I don't want to go too deep into it. My fourth timeline in the Halloween series is Rob Zombie's timeline, which is his, uh, his remake of Halloween and H2 that follows. Now, of course, his movies do fit together, and of course, he did not want to make that second movie. He was not, he's not a big fan of sequels, even though he does have a new movie that's sequeling The Devil's Rejects, which is called Three from Hell, but I digress. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rob Zombie's series, I think, is a pretty good series all on its own. It's, it doesn't have to be like the original. I really love Scout Taylor Compton as Laurie Strode. I'm not gonna lie. I'm deeply infatuated with her. She's such a gorgeous girl. She's a great actress. She's got a killer scream. Come on, that scream all by itself. She's fucking amazing you know she's totally amazing she i mean even though like jamie lee curtis is always considered to be one of the original scream queens you know scout Kit taylor compton kind of has a number in that movie also this movie kind of delivers a different backstory and different take on the on the michael myers character that um the original series never really did it didn't give that kind of background that kind of story it kind of left it as a mystery which i think makes the movie series a little scarier uh, but with Rob Zombie's, the brutality is actually what kind of drives this film as far as scare factor and whatnot is concerned. I will say, though, that even though this movie is not scary, Tyler Mayne is still, next to Don Shanks, who actually is my favorite Michael Myers, Tyler Mayne's right up there at number two as far as my favorite, favorite Michael Myers. So um, Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2 um, in the t 
time in these in this weird timeline universe, it, they kind of stand out by themselves. And not to mention, I almost feel that H two ruined the series in a way because they gave Jason Voorhees' mommy issues to Michael Myers. That's stupid. All right, so moving on, uh, the last and final timeline in the Halloween series, I feel is one and the new one. So basically, the two Halloweens. Uh, Halloween and Halloween 2018. So these two movies obviously fit together. They're meant to fit together. They were designed to fit together. Um, they they tell a completely different tale. So if you kind of if if you kind of agree with this list, you, I mean you don't have to, but if you kind of agree with this list, go back and you know write down these numbers, check it out. Um, my series timeline number one is one, two, four, five, and six. Series timeline two is one seven eight. Number three is one to three. Number four is Rob Zombies, and number five is one in the new one. So, with the exception of the fifth one, go back and watch all those in those time sequential orders, and tell me that doesn't feel like a complete series when you watch each individual. And on that note, I will say thank you for listening, and uh, check out our horror show, which is also dropping this weekend. Uh, should be hitting hitting the airwaves on saturday and if you haven't checked it out like i said go back and check out the sci files uh it's a pretty good episode a lot of spoilers in that episode so if you haven't seen any of those movies uh we'll go watch them first you know if you got a movie pass go fucking watch it you know it's free <laughs> otherwise uh thank you for tuning in and we will catch you later